We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Set, set free radio. Truth music for East Texas. I pull up, I'm heavy, they looking, they checking, they asking, they questioning. I give them their blessings, I'm teaching them lessons, be leaving your friends. Set Free Radio, episode number 10. We are uh, pre-recorded, so uh, by the time you see this, you know, uh, if I am getting it to go live, you know what I mean, we already recorded or whatever. So, you know, we just still wanted to go ahead and mash out, put another episode out, man, give y'all some good, you know, godly content. So, so yeah, as always, I'm your brother Justin. Jermaine. And, you know, we are Set Free Radio. You know, our mission is to, you know, positively impact our community with the hope of Jesus Christ through positive, you know, rap music, hip-hop music, you know, and uh, Doing some real talk, you know, like the song behind the saying, you know. So um, this episode, you know, I, I had on my heart to kind of speak about stewardship. Um, you know, it's a concept that maybe you know some of y'all just watching this maybe never even heard of. You know what I'm saying? Because you know it's it's counterculture. It goes against you know pretty much everything we've been taught as kids. You know, growing up, you know, if you even think about it, when you're kids, you know, one of the big things is this is mine. You know, my toy, my toy. You yeah, know, you don't yeah, share. Yeah. You know, greediness. You know, that all comes, you know, basically from our, you know, our simple, selfish nature. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you don't have to teach a kid to be selfish because, you know, that's just already in them through our fallen nature, through sin. So, that's why, you know, stewardship is kind of kind of counterculture. It kind of goes against that. But, you know, it is a kingdom concept. You know, it's something that's all throughout the Bible. You know what I mean? And, you know, the main thing with stewardship is is understanding, you know, that God, you know, is the owner. He truly owns everything, you know. Everything that we can think of, you know, God basically owns and that, you know, everything that we have, everything that he's blessed with, you know, he's given it to us to manage and to take care of. Um, you know, he is the owner. We are managers, basically. Yeah. And, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, we're going to have to answer to him, you know, how we use what he's given us, basically what he's blessed us with, you know, we're going to be held accountable. So um, just before we get too far, I wanted to put a definition for steward. Um, it basically is a person employed to manage another's property. Um, a person whose responsibility it is to take care of something, a manager of something, somebody else own, basically. So, you know, um, like I said, it's a manager, and that's you know that's that's what God has called us to you know to 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 be is basically managers of, of everything that He's blessed with, like I said. And um, you know, and, and it's it's definitely you know something that's that's important to think about because you know, like I said, in this culture we think you know we we tend to think you know this is mine, you know I own this, you know this is my job, this is my money this is my car my house you know what yeah, I mean? yeah that's right yeah and you know what 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 sticks out to me is you know um i was watching tony evans uh, the other day he had a sermon and he was talking about you know how you know he said you know who here who here owns their home you know you have people hey me, me, you know and he's like no you don't you know uh because basically you know even if you unless you know you just balling like that or you don't pay cash for that mug you know what i'm yeah. saying like like uncle on friday or whatever but, yeah <laughs> 
Well, you know, unless you can pay cash for it, you don't really own it. The bank owns it. You know, you, you say that you own it, but, you know, miss a, pay, miss a few payments on that joke and, you know, you'll find out whether you own it or not, you know. Real talk, so, man. You know, and that's, that's you know, really how we should look at everything. And, you know, um, like I said, the stewardship, I feel like it's important because, you know, it's the actual correct way for us to look at ourselves, you know, our position, you know, our relationship to God even, yeah. and, you know, the things around us, you know. If we, um, you know, if we're in this mindset that we own everything, you know, we're self-made, you know, we did it on our own and all this, you know, we can become too yeah. arrogant, you know, we can think we, you know, we fully own stuff, you know, and that can cause us to be greedy because, yeah. you know, when it's yours, when you think it's yours, you know, you're trying to stack it up and keep a hold of it, you know, just like yeah. with Egypt, they used to, you know, put put the, uh, put the all their, you know, gold and stuff in the coffin and think they're going to take an afterlife, oh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, still there, so, you know, very little. Yeah, so, and then, you know, on top of that, you know, it, it helps to look at the things that you own or, you know, the things that you have in your life, you know, it, it gives you the right uh, relationship on them because, you know, you don't become too attached to things, you know, yeah. so that things don't become idols, you know, it's not something that you put, you know, put above God, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, man, just drop a little bit on that, too. Um, stewardship is like, I don't know, it's, it's crazy how you give it to, you give somebody something and tell them to take care of it. And even when you were saying that, you know, you caretake of something, it's almost like an investor, you know, you give them a certain amount of money and, um, you expect, you know, return, like mm -hmm. money. I, I want, I want my money back, but yeah. you know, it, it doesn't hurt so, to have a little bit extra, extra on top exactly. of it. So just to, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know, just, just add a little bit to that, man, stewardship is so important because you realize the value of something. Mm -hmm. And if you just, if you just switch roles, if you look at it, like, man, somebody give me something to take care of. Well, how would you feel if you gave somebody something to take care of and they brought it back and it was all trashed out, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or it wasn't, you know, up to its best. But um, that's that's one way it hits me, man. Just thinking about it, like sometimes I do forget yeah. on this on this plane. Like, hey, you know, this it's is easy. this is God's body. This is God's family. My wife and my kids. They yeah. they you know I am the I am dad. I am a uh, husband. But at the same time, it's like, man, I have to make sure that they you know that I have to take care of them. You know, so I get up, I work, I hustle, whatever. And that's to take care of them, to make sure I'm being a good steward over my family, mm -hmm. over my, over the house that God blessed me with. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Just, man, it's, it's deep when you really think about it, how, you know, we don't want to trash the stuff that we have. Mm -hmm. But it's a whole different perspective when we look at it like, man, I don't want to trash something that's been, that's been loaned to me, that belongs to somebody else. Because mm -hmm. I wouldn't want nobody to do it to me. Mm -hmm. That's real, that's real. I just noticed we ain't put the little thing on the screen, man. We ain't got our logo. We ain't watermarked. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, we just you know, so excited to talk about the stewardship and get it out there. You know what I mean? But and you know, and that's real. Like you said, you know, um, even even our families, even you know, um, even our children and stuff like that. We had to realize, you know, that's God has entrusted, you know, them to us. Like I said, to take care of them. You know? Yeah. And um, the thing, you know. One thing I want to talk about is like, you know, how do we know that, you know, that God does own everything? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, it's probably people kind of scratching their head like, mm, I don't know what you mean by all that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But you know, when you think about it, you know, first of all, God is the creator. He created everything. You know what I mean? The first words in the Bible in Genesis 1 is in the beginning, 
God created the heavens and the earth. That's right. So, you know, even if you think of it in a in a physical standpoint, natural standpoint, you know, if a company or somebody, if they are the first ones to create something, they have ownership over it. You know what I mean? Like that is their their thing, you know what I'm saying? Well, God created everything. He sustains everything, you know what I mean? Um man, there's so many scriptures, you know, over and over that the Bible talks about, you know, um the heavens are yours with Psalm 89, heavens are yours, the earth also, the world and all that is in it, you have founded them. Um, you know, uh, another good one is Psalm 24 and 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness therein, the world and those, it, you know, those that dwell within, within it, basically, you know what I mean? So, you know, and like I said, God created everything, you know, out of nothing, basically. You know, the big fancy word is ex nihilo, I believe. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and we are created in God's image. So, you know, he's made us to be creators. You know, we, you know, get creative ideas and we come up with things. But at the end of the day, we're just basically taking things that are already that already exist and you know yeah. combining them to make something you know to make something new you know or make something that wasn't already out there you know um you know even if you think about children you know you yeah. didn't create that child totally you know what i'm saying you took something that the man had and something that the woman had and they came together and then you get a kid from yeah. you know, so that's right you know there's no creation from nothing there's no ex nihilo other than god you know what i'm saying he is the yeah, ultimate man. creator at the end of the day and, um, you know, so he, he has the authority, he has ownership, he has control, you know, whether you like it or not, you know, as humans, you know, we don't really necessarily like that, especially if you're not, you know, born again and transformed, you know, and you're renewed in your mind, like, nah, you know, uh-uh, so, <laughs> so that's real, that's real, yeah. Just to add to that, man. I just mm -hmm. when you said that, you know, the word came out here like patent. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you create something, you put your patent on it. God mm -hmm. put His patent on us, man. Every night. You know, I don't know. It's just crazy. I, I don't. I don't believe I shared it last week, or I don't, I shared this at one point, but I said um, it's just it's crazy how just um. God just, he set everything in order, man. He set all this in order to work. Uh, he set the earth where it is just for everything perfect. to be in perfect yep. order for us to exist, man. God put his patent on us, man. Exactly. Like I said, we just, we just close enough to the sun to where, you know, it's, it's able to ripen the tomato a little bit further away. We're dead a little bit yep. closer. We're dead either way, you know yep. what I'm saying? That's so right. fine-tuned it, man. That's one of the greatest arguments for God's existence, in my opinion, you know, and then on top of that, you know, like I said, not only is God the creator, he's also, you know, the provider. You know, he anything that we have is actually a blessing from God, you know, uh, that we could not have. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, James 1 and 17, you know, it says that every good and perfect gift comes from above, you know, coming down from the Father of lights. You know what I mean? So anything that you own, you know, you think you own, you know, like I said, from your money, you know, your health, your body, your job, your material possessions, you know, your family, any of that stuff, you know, uh, we get a, we get a tendency to think, you know, like I said, it's ours because we work for, you know, this and that. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you think about it, you know, you know, if you talk about your money, well, you know, yeah, you went to work and work for it. But, you know, had it not been from God's providence, you wouldn't have a job. You wouldn't be able to, you know, to work to get that money. You could be physically disabled so that you're not able to work. So, you know, we have to, you know, first of all, have gratitude, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, all this stuff is a blessing that's on loan from God, basically. You know, that's what stewardship says. So, you know, um, and one thing I like to always talk about is that, you know, that God is the source and everything else is a resource. You know what I'm saying? He is the source of everything that comes from. You know, he's given us, you know, all these different um, 
these different blessings and these different resources, you know, um, everything comes from him. So, you know, when you, when you don't have a correct view of stewardship, you don't have a correct view of God and, you know, what he's blessed you with, you know, um, like I said, it's easy to turn stuff into an idol. To put, yeah. You know, idol is anything you put above God, you know what I mean? And, you know, I've been, been guilty of it in the past, too, you know what I'm saying? I've, yeah, I've, me, too. I idolize, you know, my family or I've idolized, you know, some Jordans or, you know, a car, you know. Bunch of different things, you know. It's easy to idolize when you think you own it, when you think yeah. it's your possession, you know. Not realizing, like I said, ultimately, you know, it's coming from God. You know, He's the one that's is giving it to you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's like when uh, I don't. It's like when you think you get it in your own power. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. we forget so much on how, um, you know. All respect and all love to anybody with a disability mm -hmm. or a disease or a mental issue or something like that. But a lot of us forget that, you know, God has given us the, the authority over our limbs to be able to go and work these jobs. Or, you know, not every hustle is a great hustle, but God still has given us gifts. Mm -hmm. uh, I've even said it before. You know, we pray for the ones who, who uh, might be the drug dealer or whatever. But, you know what I'm saying? Even in my history, in my past, before I really knew God, um, I can't say I do now, but the ones that I did know that probably, you know, hustled and sold drugs and stuff, the mental capacity, like, yeah. to be able to know how to break stuff down. Mm -hmm. In my youth, I'm telling off of myself, but I attempted to. It yeah. never worked oh, for yeah. me. I just, I didn't have the patience for yeah. it, man. It's, but... It's gifts that God gives us, mm -hmm. you know, and we take these gifts, we use them for wrong things, exactly. but that, you know, that's being a good steward over the gifts that he gives you. But at the same time, like you just, you know, fast forward and back to, you know, us making God's out of stuff we have, mm -hmm. out of the things that we get when we forget, like, thank God that, you know what I'm saying, through his favor, I'm still in my right mind, you know, I still, I can still walk, I can still talk, uh, even if I'm out of shape, God has given me a mental, the mental capacity to know what to, know what it is to get back in shape. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, we can forget that real quick and just get real on ourselves. Like, you know, I'm not going to do it because I don't feel like it. But we forget, like, it's people that, it's people that want to do what we can do and they can't do it. Mm -hmm. And we take it for granted. So, man, that just... That just go right back to being a good steward of what we have, and I'm guilty, you know. Oh, yeah. Even now, uh, again, I, I love this about our show. Like we can, we can testify, and my testimony may help somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jay's testimony, uh, Bernardo's testimony yeah. may help somebody. Yeah, we but the lamb is worth my testimony. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> That's real though. But yeah, man, I just to testify, like man, I you know. I don't eat the best way. I don't eat like I should. Or, you know, it's certain things physically, like not, you know, not just, I mean, it's really, in God's eyes, things kind of the same. But I'm not doing drugs or anything, but, you know, I may drink one too many sodas or, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't sleep right or eat right. You know, that's that's God, you know, this is a good message today because, man, that's God really touched and talking to us about Talking to me about my stewardship yeah. over my own physical body. Amen. Amen. And that's you know that's when that's when you know it's a good word when it resonates with, mm -hmm. with, with you with you giving it and it, 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 it always hits you first. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you know, uh 
that was the good intro on the stewardship. I think we'll take a little music break, man. We got a uh, we got a treat, man. The first uh, first song we're gonna play is actually a, a video from uh, Professor Crow. His new video, uh, "Welcome to the Cross." Man, you know it's, it's really dope, man. It's, it's basically like a movie, you know what I mean? It's it's crazy. It's got uh, Mike Serving in there, you know. Um, you know he went viral, you know. The Latino cat that, that was break dancing, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, I love you, God. Yeah, that dude, man, that dude is on it, man. He's animated. He is real, like so. You know, he's on there, and like I said, it's like a movie, man. It's a dope video. It's a dope song. So you know, we're gonna bless y'all with that. Then we'll hit you with a couple more songs. We'll come back and talk a little bit more about stewardship, you know, over our time, our talent, our treasures. So, you know what I mean? So stay with us. We'll be back.
Jackie's better lay low. Expensive is sin, and you ain't make payroll. And heaven, I don't really say. His grace ain't cheap. Better check the interest rate. I was raised in the ways of the world. Rockin' with a gang, Mary Jane was my girl. But he paid it all. He paid for your sin. So you could be free. So you could be forgiven. So you could be redeemed. And be made whole. Free Radio. Oh. oh my. Got over money to no moment. Let's go. It's Bizzle. Consider me a G-O-M-er. We the team. Christ be the king forever. They sell greed as need, but we know better. Tell the enemy that he can get an E forever. I know you got bills, dog, but we all got them. And now stop y'all from hitting the mall shopping. So you break the law to get what you can't afford. Cause the latest song says it nothing unless y'all got it. That's what I call bondage. And I'm free from it. I mean, I need money, but I don't need money. Cause understand it when the famine hits and know when to sell they food and people will see they can't eat money. I am a Bet you never questioned it. How's $20 worth less than a hundred? 
twenty dollars. They the exact same thing with different numbers on them. It's just a tool that they've been using to get control. That's why they put you in a cell if you print your own. But everything, including us, they get the clone. Knock it off, you funny money, and never get as thrown. Uh, I am a G O M A. Courtesy of G O D forever. It's The Sand Free Radio Show. Set Free Radio. Treat music for East Texas. Yes, sir. You know I'm good, right? Let's go, biz. Troubles coming for me, death is at my doorway Fear says I'm a parish bro, but that ain't what my lord say He said I ain't gifted, oh I still ain't had my court day Tasted and I've seen them even though it's just a forte I don't know what they feeling, I don't know what they thinking Bro, my soul's invincible like Mario when he blanking Hey, they see me full of joy like I don't know what he drinking Cup is full of living water, bro, I sip in and thank him Yes, up, might not win a Grammy or get another Stella But I'll Get rewards from my Lord, it ain't nothing better I might not draw it again, I might not send a million But I've been purchased by my king, he's forever with me So so what they talking back? No, they can't knock me down Yes sir, I do feel pain, but Jesus got me now That's why I'm making noise, that's why I'm running hard That's why I go gorilla, spitting the monkey balls Partner, you know I'm good to go Pressure creates diamonds and fire and fire to go Ain't nothing on this I'm living for tomorrow, today is out of control, for sure Take out my money, I'm good. here come the pain I'm good. Yeah, they can kill me, I'm good. to dad's game I'm good. I ain't seen, and we don't feel anything I'm the same, you can't take us out the game Cause only we good I done been through the fire, I survived all the floods And them riders that's with me, they all covered in blood Drag my name through the mud, they get hate, they get gossip But my passion for Jesus, they Never gon' stop it, I was dead I guess that made me better than I ever was Look at me, I'm good, partner, I'm on my forever buzz If everything I have is taken, I can take it They say I never make it, I know the person who made it My life is hidden in them, so when I die, I gain And Jesus really be walking with me, so how I'm lame My life is full of pain, problems and such But I'm focused on forever and eternity's touch While the world try to fight me
But that ain't gonna stop us, no, man. sir. You know what We ain't. good. <laughs> we know our eternal resting yeah. place is at. You feel me? Talk to him, man. Yeah. I know that I'ma suffer that alone that make me tougher. Death is just a doorway to take me to my faithful lover. The lover of my soul's with me. You can shake the brother, but you never knock me down and take me under. Bring the thunder. Let the storms come down us and hurt us. They can't take our Lord from us, bro. We got a subverted. Not guilty, not guilty. He's with us and he stays present. He never leaves me. He even gives me stage presence. I know you know I'm good to go. Pressure creates diamonds and fire if I let go. Ain't nothing on this planet is satisfying my soul. I'm living for tomorrow. Today is out of control. For sure. I'm good. Take out my money. I'm Alright, welcome back, welcome back. Uh, enjoyed the little music right there, some good stuff, some videos, some bars, you know what I'm saying? So uh set free radio, you know, we try to put y'all some good music, some, some good, you know, positive music, some some God honoring, you know, Christ-centered hip-hop. So um, you know, just touching back on, you know, our topic of, of stewardship, um, there were a couple of verses I, I forgot to throw out there was, you know, just basically like examples of you know, where it basically confirms, you know what I'm saying, where, where God called us to be stewards and like uh in Genesis and Genesis two and fifteen it says, you know, the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden eating to work it and keep it. You know what I mean? That was you know, basically what God called Adam to do, you know, that was his responsibility, you know what I'm saying, was to work and to keep it. It doesn't say, you know, God gave him the garden, you know, and he owned it, you know what I'm saying? So he gave, you know, he, he put him there to work it and to keep it, you know what I'm saying? So that's that stewardship. He's entrusting him to do that. Uh, another verse is Psalm 8 and 6. You have given him dominion. This is talking, you know, saying God, you know, God has given us dominion. And if you look at a lot of that, uh, especially in Genesis, it talks about us having dominion over things. You know, that's that's basically, you know, uh, authority or, you know, uh, charge, you know, being able to manage something, you know. Um, because, you know, even if you're not an owner, if you're a manager, you know, you basically have authority over things, you know, you, you have the um, the right to do certain things, you know what I mean, Yeah. as a manager, but it says, you know, you have given him dominion over the works of your hands, you have put it all things under his feet, you know what I mean, talking about what God did for man, you know what I'm saying, so that's just, you know, some more uh, if I, concepts of, uh, you know, it's possible it touches on stewardship in the Bible, um, also, you know, we were talking about, you know, um, you know, things that the Lord blessed us with for us to take care of, you know, and those, you can kind of sum basically all three of them up, or, you know, sum everything up into three categories, you know, your time, your talent, and your treasures, you know what I mean, and, um, like, when it comes to time, you know, that's why time is important, you know, it's, our time on earth, you know, is not guaranteed, you know, we're not guaranteed to be on there that long, so any time that we're on the earth, you know, why we're still here is a blessing, you know what I mean, and, you know, it's not promised, you know, you know, basically, if we're here, we have a purpose. We have a reason to be here, you know, because, you know, God is, is efficient, you know what I'm saying? He's not just going to have us up here wasting air, you know. That's right. You know, we, could, we could not be fulfilling our purpose or, or doing what we're supposed to be doing, but 
you know, at the end of the day, if we're here, it's for a reason, you know what I'm saying? So, um, that's why, you know, which I'm super guilty of procrastination, even just, you know, trying to work on this episode, I was procrastinating like a bug. I always wait till the last minute and I'm like struggling, but I think that's when I do my best work. Maybe I had to have a little, a little you know, a little pressure on me to kind of get, get what I needed to go. But, um, you know, but procrastinating and wasting our time is really worse than what we think because, you know, you're basically not being a good steward of the time that God gave you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then uh, talent, you know, talents are what our specific abilities, you know, that God gave us, you know, that others don't necessarily have, you know, it's what he's given us to, to help others, you know, to carry out his work and to do his purpose. You know what I mean? And like I said, you know, at the end of the day, you know, God made us a certain way. He gave you these, these, these different uh, abilities, these different talents, these different calling, you know what I mean? And you know, at the end of the day, we're going to have to answer for, you know, what we, what we did with them, you know, just, mm-hmm. just basically, and I, you know, I want to touch on here a minute, but like the parable of the talents in, in Matthew 25, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the, the, the greatest, to me, examples of stewardship in the Bible, you know what I mean? And that, you know, that talks about talents, but, you know, that was actually, it was talking about it in a monetary sense, but also, you know, talents, you know, it's like a double meaning. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So time, talent, and treasure, and then the treasure, you know, that's basically our material possessions, you know, our finances, you know, um, you know, it's, it's stuff that necessarily, like I touched on earlier, that we, we earn, but we wouldn't have it, you know, without the guy, the job that God blessed us with, without his providence, without, you know, without being able to work at a job, without, you know, being healthy and able to do it. So, I mean, you know, uh, your, you know, your treasure, you know, your money, your finances, stuff like that is not yours alone, you know what I mean? Um, and that, you know, it can become an idol, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you, have the wrong view of it, you know, um, like the old saying said, you know, wherever your money is, that's where your heart is, you know, so, you know what I'm saying, like, and, you know, like the verse says, too, you know, it doesn't say that money is evil, because at the end of the day, money is just a tool, you know what I'm saying, it's something that we have, that we have, you know, to use, you know, for whatever purpose, you know, we use it for the purpose that God's given us, but, you know, it does say that the love of money is evil, it's the root of all evil, you know what I'm saying, when you love it, when you turn it into an idol, when you, you know, you know, low key worship it, you know what I'm saying? When that's your goal is just to make money and to get this money and to hoard it and you know, you use it and don't use it to benefit nobody else, you know what I'm saying, other than you. You know what I mean? That's when it becomes an idol. That's when you're being a bad steward of your treasure, you know what I'm saying, that God has blessed you with. So Yeah man. Oh yeah, that's that's deep. I like that time, talent and treasure. Also I don't know, you said some you said something about uh, procrastination, mm-hmm. and um, then you said, "Well, you don't know that maybe I, when you do your best work." I just wanted to kind of touch on that because some um, one thing I'm learning personally, and it does it lines up with stewardship, but it's certain things that we can condemn ourselves over because it's like um, it's times I can I have I have condemned myself because mm-hmm. I felt some type of way about something I didn't do or I didn't do it a certain way yeah. but um, I really feel like in my spirit God has been teaching me about you know take ownership of the gifts you know I, I have given you a gift to be a steward over mm-hmm. so it's not so much that that what I'm doing is not quote unquote right by somebody else's standards mm-hmm. but it's like Man, this is this is when I, I zoom in. This is when my focus is where it needs yeah. to be, and I'm good at it. So it's, you know, 
And like I say, personally, I you know, you can beat yourself up. Oh, like, I should have done, I should have did this. And, mm-hmm. and I have done that to myself oh, yeah. too much. Yes, sir. But then at the same time, now I go, I can turn around and look at it like, you know what? I'm going to take ownership of the fact that, you know, in five, if I get, decide to get ready to go somewhere five minutes before I have to leave, <laughs> that it just, it works for me. So yeah. I'm going to take ownership of it. Yeah. And I, I believe that just falls in line with being a good steward. Yeah. You know, that, that lines up with being a good steward over your time. Yeah. Um, take ownership of the time and how you use it. You got to be familiar with how it works for you. I, You know, just like me, myself, yeah. you, my son, my wife, you know, our families. We got to be familiar with how time works for us yeah. and take ownership of that. You know, um, not saying to just, you know, keep being late or doing something like that, not at all. But it's just, you know, it's a point where you check yourself to say like, okay, I know that um, this works for me. Mm -hmm. And then get rid of the things that don't work for you. Yeah, that's good. Um, That's good. Yeah, I was just going to say like, yeah, we should always be striving, man, for for, for growth, you know what I'm saying? To be getting better at things, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then just uh, hidden talent and treasure, man, that's just... You know, that's I like when you read talent in the Bible. It's interchangeable. It's like mm-hmm. talent as far as like it, it may be something physical, external that's outside of you mm-hmm. that you're taking care of, or it's a. I just I look at a talent like God words things, and talent is you know a talent that I have. You have we have talents for different things. I'm good with electronics. Mm-hmm. I'm good with writing. I'm good with singing. I, I'm good with speaking. We have different talents that God gives us, and being a good steward over that again, I don't know the word ownership just pops out again. Mm-hmm. Taking ownership yeah. of the talent that the uh, talent that God gives you, and even the treasure, taking ownership of it, and being a good steward by knowing how knowing how God created you to work it, knowing how, the knowing the. Uh, the mechanics of how God told you this. I want you to use your talent this way. Yeah. Because I've heard singers that, and I'm using talent in the sense of having a, an ability. Mm-hmm. I heard singers, man, where they they talk a certain way, but when they sing, they might sing. It's a, it sounds yeah, fun. It yeah. sounds different. Yeah. But that's them taking ownership of that gift. Like they can sound, they can do their voice a certain way. And to us, it's like, well, why you ain't singing your natural voice? Yeah. But it sounds beautiful the way they do it is it's like it's something about it just kind of pull you like oh okay i like that natural guy give me gift man yeah that's real and you know same thing with treasure man that's you know that's the big one like like i said my money man it's not for us to love money yeah but it's something that we gotta have to maintain in this world yes sir so if it the word maintain well, take care of it. Have maintenance over it. Don't just go out and blow it because yes, you know oh, I'm I'm gonna throw money away. Yeah, you, only live, money. you only live once. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, brother, I got, you know you gonna have to eat tomorrow too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know yep. Yep. The bills gonna come every month. But yeah, but man, yeah, the word ownership just really pops up in that. Like God has given us, and in this season, people use ownership, take ownership of, of this. You know, especially the motivational speaker, take ownership. Well, yeah, take ownership of the gifts, not the ownership like I created, I yeah. made, I, 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 but the ownership saying say, the ownership is saying that this is the gift that I have. Okay, how does this gift work through me? How's it? How 
how does it work through me, work for me? Yeah, I mean, that's good, that's good, that's good. And just to touch back on, like, like procrastination, too, you know, like I said, it, and it's good, too, you know what I'm saying? Especially, if, you know, like I said, be evaluating on, you know, what works and what doesn't work, you know, and I found, you know, that just kind of what works for me, but, but you know, I, I came to mind, like, we were talking about the time of, like, procrastinating, like, you were talking about the, the hole in the, uh, in the, uh, Toolbox. You know oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I was talking about we, you know, we went play ball one day. We just chopping up, man, real life stuff, man. And you know, God was just kind of working and putting ideas and stuff in our minds, and you know, uh, so like, you know, it's like something we know is wrong, or you know, something we know we need to take care of, and we keep putting off, you know, because like my story been, you know, out in my backyard, that joke got hit by so many tree branches, and it's just leaking water everywhere, messing stuff up. But you know, like I kept putting it off, putting it off, and. You know, even to this day, like I'm, I'm trying to go get another storage building, but like ain't nobody got a Lowe's out, and I'm like, oh man, so you know, uh, stuff still getting rained on. You know what I'm saying? But you know, and, and and so that could be like the bad thing procrastinating. If you if you let something go too long to where you know you know you need to take care of it, you know it's messing stuff up. You know, that can have detrimental effects to it, man. But you know, yeah, for real, man. You gotta be good stewards of, of you know. Time wisdom too, you know. Wisdom. Yeah. I didn't even think about wisdom, but you know, God gives us wisdom, you know, and we got to steward that well. That's right. So we got to right. use that for the correct uh, reasons, and, and you know, use that wisdom to help us live a better life. Ultimately, you know, and yeah. to be, be good stewards <laughs> of other things in our lives. Well, you said wisdom. wisdom, though, man. That's that's uh, man, how much more time we got? I don't want to probably go by another five minutes. I might get that parable of talents later, bring that through, come through with that. But man, uh, wisdom, you know, when you said that, that really, that, that clicked the light. Uh, how many of y'all, if you watching the show, I know you can't, you know, you probably can't hit me up or nothing, but just by, just thinking your mind, just think about how many times you was communicating with somebody who had the, had the wisdom, had like a whole next level wisdom. And instead of them using that wisdom to like, you know, this situation don't call for all that. To them, it calls for all that. So they go all around the bases, even in in witnessing. You know, we we wise in the word, yeah. uh, and we go. We end up going all around the bases, and we lose people mm-hmm. because we don't went way up here with the wisdom. Because I'm smart and I know the word yeah. back and forward. I can read the Bible backwards and forward. But one thing about that, I I we went uh we took school we. Uh, we went to the Texas Institute of Biblical Studies. Mm. It's a college in Gladewater. Um, and one of the things our instructor told us, he said, take the word in its simplest form. Mm. And that's something that we, we can miss sometimes. If we, yeah. we don't, God gives us wisdom. He gives us all this measure of wisdom, you know, for whatever, whatever his purpose is in our life, yeah. our wisdom aligns with that purpose. But sometimes, man, we can get so smart or we can get so full on the word that instead of helping people, I'm really confusing them more. And that can speak to pride, too, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you kind of like, oh, I know, you know, man, I know this, so I'm going to put my knowledge out there, you know what I'm saying? When, you know, uh, Paul says, and I think the first Corinthians, he says, you know, uh, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. So we're coming at somebody, you know, witnessing to them, you know, with pride and, you know, with that knowledge, I, I, I try to get super theological, but they're not understanding it. You know, we're not really loving them properly, you know what I'm saying, for, to be able to just break it down so they can understand it, so they can hear that message and it clicks. So that's good, man. That's real good. Yeah, man. That's, that just hit me because I've seen brothers 
it was said, you know, through communication, I've seen brothers fall away because they were just so smart. Mm. And being so smart will cause you, like, you'll miss the word of God because you start seeking truth in other things because you just, you know, uh, a scientist. Yeah. You know, scientists, they, they want evidence. So it's hard for them to kind of grasp God because God is faith. The word, the Bible says, it's a faith walk. It's for God, you cannot, is it impossible to God? Yeah, it's impossible faith. to please God without faith. Yes. Uh, faith is what gets us through. Faith is what, when we sick and you know, uh, feeling like, man, you know, our bodies physically feel like they're finna give out. Faith is what lets us know, like, man, now I'm healed in Jesus' name. It's not a, it's not a foolish thought. It's just having faith in something that's greater than you, mm -hmm. and knowing that, man, it's more to my life than just uh, what this this scan says or what this doctor's report says. It's more to my life than what happened in my past. This is the faith we live by. Amen. But, you know, having that wisdom, that next level wisdom, I'm just smart. I took all these classes. I did that, yeah. all that. You start looking for truth in so many other things, and you end up getting confused and lost because you don't even have, you don't know what to stand on. Because no matter what you read into, no matter what you look at, you're going to find holes. The thing about the word of God is that in, in every hole is a is a uh, sea of faith. Faith is in that hole. So it's not that we're dumb. It's not that we don't we can't connect the dots. It's just it's the fact that God has all the dots connected already. So no, I don't you may know more about that than I do. I may know more about something than you do. And God will put us in the same place to witness to a brother. And when I hit when he hit that ball with me, you can go through that wall. He hit that wall with you. I go through the wall. God is not, God is, his hand is not short, man. His words don't fall to the ground. They don't return forward. Yes, sir. But yeah, that's just good. being a good steward over wisdom, man. That's, you know. Man, we, we came up with whole, whole spirit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gave <laughs> us a whole other lane there. So we'll take a little break, man. Uh, and we'll, we'll hit y'all with a couple songs, come back. You know, we'll keep talking, man. So uh, go to that music. We'll be right back. Y'all stay with us. So many people have a perception that just because I'm saved, I ain't supposed to be blessed. Set free radio. I'm, to the throne. I'm a high priest in the royal priesthood. What you think is I'm saved? I ain't supposed to be paid. Riding through the city, feeling good and I'm saved. What you think is I'm saved? I ain't supposed to be paid. Riding through the city, feeling good and I'm saved. What you think is I'm saved? I ain't supposed to be paid. Riding through the city, feeling good and I'm saved. What you think is I'm saved? I ain't supposed to be paid. Riding through the city, feeling good and I'm saved. I was dead to the sin, now I'm back from the grave Jays on my feet, I don't know the last day What's the thing, cause I'm saved, I ain't fresh like that I'm blessed by the man, I don't worship no racks My spirit on clean, holy ghost on my back I make it look cool when I hop on these tracks God over everything, I hope you know that I ain't getting to the world, cause the devil no slack A few years ago, I was out there with a that's a fact. Pay my ties with a big face, then I hop back in the lap. What you think is I'm saved? I ain't supposed to be paid. Riding through the city, feeling good and I'm saved. What you think is I'm saved? I ain't supposed to be paid. Riding through the city, feeling good and I'm saved. What you think is I'm saved? I ain't supposed to be paid. Riding through the city, feeling good and I'm saved. 
I'm about to tear a ligament They say they don't believe in him, so why they even listening? Checking on my record like I don't know who the feeling is I'm sorry that your feelings hurt, but I'ma get these dividends I'm higher than a bottle rocket, come correct or come again Why you trying to judge? I'ma pray for you and get it in I'm faded off the love, this the position that I'm living in Won't you just accept it? I'ma be here to the finishing Blessing all my nemesis, my God is so omnipotent I lick the ink up on the beat, and I just stay legitimate They think that I'm an alien, and she a weak sucker What you think? Cause I'm saved, I ain't supposed to be paid Riding through the city, feeling good and I'm saved What you think cause I'm saved, I ain't supposed to be paid Riding through the city, feeling good and I'm saved What you think cause I'm saved, I ain't supposed to be paid Riding through the city, feeling good and I'm saved What you think cause I'm saved, I ain't supposed to be paid Riding through the city, feeling good and I'm saved Set Free Radio. Set Free Radio. Truth Music for East Texas. Savage at best. Wait, Moly man, a holy, you could have all the rest. 
Set Free Radio. Alright, we back there, we back, we back. Just put a couple of songs on because we got more to talk. Shoot, actually, man, if y'all have been on our conversation in between while the music was playing, man, we had some good combos, man. Yes, sir. Shoot, yeah, man. So, you know, like I said, iron sharpens iron, you know what I'm saying? Just something about when, you know, men get together or anybody, you know, get together that, you know, are believers that are in that word, man. You know, God going to edify you and build you up, man. So, um, But, you know, I, I touched on the parable of the talents, and I, like I said, I think that's one of the, the best scriptures in the Bible about, you know, stewardship, you know what I mean? Because basically the whole premise of it is stewardship. You know, it talks about, um, talks about like, you know, uh, a man going on a journey, you know, this man is... He's a rich man, you know, basically, you know, he's, he's you know, a master, you know, and he has these servants. And, um, you know, he, he gives, you know, uh, he's going away for, you know, a trip for a while. He gives uh, one of his servants, he gives him five talents. He gives another one two talents, and he gives one, uh, gives another one one talent, you know. It says, and it says it's according to each his ability, you know, and then he went away. Um, and like I said, you know, touching on talents, you know, talent, as it's described in the Bible, was like a unit of weight or a unit of value, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know we take take it on to mean you know like I said ability you know so it's kind of like a double double meaning to it and like uh, kind of researching on it man they said like a talent you know basically you know back in the days they had gold they had silver and it's a unit of weight unit of measure well one talent back then you know it's, this ain't no small stuff you know what I'm saying a talent in today's value would be over a million dollars like I heard somebody say one point four million so. You know what I'm saying? He gave, <laughs> he gave, he gave. You know, even the one he only gave one talent. That's a million dollars. You know what I mean? If you think about five talents, you know, yeah, <laughs> almost like seven. And that's you know that's that ain't nothing to sneeze at, man. And you know, and so each person he gave it to according to their ability. You know what I mean? And and he entrusted it with them. Um, you know what I'm saying? So he, he he basically made them stewards of those talents, of that money, that value, while he went away. And, um, you know, and, and the overall thing of it, man, it shows that, like I said, it shows that we're going to be held accountable, you know, for, for what God gives us. You know, he entrusted each of these servants with these talents. And it says when he came back, you know, one servant, took the one that had the five talents, he basically doubled it to make ten talents. The one that had two talents, he doubled it up to make four talents. And the one with one talent, it said that he hid it, you know, buried in the ground or whatever, you know what I'm saying? He didn't waste it. He didn't throw it away. But he didn't make the best of, of it, you know what I'm saying? I think it even says that, you know, when the master talking to him, he's saying that, you know, um, you know, you could have been put it in the bank and made a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, uh, a little bit of interest off it, you know what I mean? But you just hit it in the ground, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, he, I mean, and, and I think that further illustrates, you know, another principle of stewardship is that, you know, God expects us to make the most of what he gives us, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for the two that, that doubled up their, their talents, you know what I'm saying, he told them, you know, good job, you know, uh, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant, you know what I mean? And the one that, that, that just dug it dug it in the ground or whatever, didn't do nothing with it, he basically told them, you know, you know, that he was wicked, that he was worthless, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, he said that, you know, he's going to be, uh, you know, and he took it away too. He took that talent away from him and gave it to the one with the, with the ten talents, you know what I mean? So, uh, man, that just further, you know, solidifies in my mind that, you know, as far as our stewardship, you know, what God gives us, he expects us to increase it, to multiply it. Like, even when it talks about, you know, 
uh, the Great Commission, go and make disciples, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you see the way Jesus made the disciples, you know, he started with 12, then, you know, he, he, he multiplied that to 72, or 70, and then, he, you know what I'm saying, and it just grew from there, you know, that's how, you know, the kingdom operates in multiplication, you know what I'm saying? You take the five loaves and the two fish and multiply it to feed 4,000, you know what I'm saying? That's just another illustration of, you know, why Jesus was here, you know, of the multiplication of, you know, the kingdom's good, you know what I'm saying, what he gives us to have, so, um, and, and another thing I like in the parable of talents is, is, it's, is it's got uh, a concept that he tells, you know, the servants, and, and touches on in uh, Luke in another, uh, another, in the gospel of Luke in another part, it says that, you know, he who is faithful with little, you know, is uh, going to be rewarded with much, you know what I'm saying, if you're faithful with that little bit, you know what I mean? You know, God's going to honor that and he's going to, you know, he's going to bless you with more, basically. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that I kind of struggle with is, you know, sometimes I feel like, man, I need to be doing this more or doing that or, you know, I, I should be, you know, kind of in a bigger platform to, you know, to spread the gospel, do all these things. But it's like, you know, God, God put it on my heart, like, you know, just be faithful in what you have right now. You know what I'm saying? Be faithful with it. Steward it well. And then, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, basically you'll prove yourself to where, you know what I'm saying, you're able to be lifted up and to be entrusted with more, you know what I'm saying? So it's a stewardship, you know, reward is to be faithful with the little that you got and then, you know what I'm saying, you know, do do what he's called you to do now and then, you know, he's going to bless you later. You know, as long as you're faithful, you do the right thing, you steward it well. So, yeah, man, so that's a, that's a good thing right there. Yeah, um, and that's, that's one thing. Just, that just brings everything we talked about full circle, just like Man, we, we all, we ready. Let me put it this way. I heard people say, you know, uh, God is not going to give you more than you can handle. Hmm. And even in, like, financially, uh, family-wise, mental. Uh, it's just, it's like, we want so much. I want so much. Personal. It's so mm -hmm. many things that I want. Yeah. But, um... If not, if I'm not even being a good steward of what I have, man, come on now. Wouldn't that make God a bad father if He gave me more? So while we condemn it, or while we condemn God because I need this X amount of dollars, but God saying like, if I give you that, as a father, I know that you you gon' you gonna squander that, and you're not even gonna take care of the stuff that you got going. Or either, or you may take care of it, but it's gonna come right back around because you're gonna squander the rest. I'm gonna go pay all these bills off that I asked God for the money for, and then I'm gonna go buy me some J's and some Gucci and some, you know, and this and that, this and that, and then wind up with the same problems I was having before I, when I first asked for. Them. So it's like, man, just being a good steward over what I have. If I only have a little, man, you know. Let me be a good steward over the little. Let me let me take ownership of the little and know how to break that down, how to use that, you know, how to make this work, how to make that work. And he'll give me more. I believe that, you know, the master, when he went off and he gave him the different talents, he get the one who got the one talent got got one talent because the master knew yeah. what he was gonna do with the one talent. That's right. Notice this that he didn't say the one that he gave the five talents went and buried it in the ground. He gave him five because he said this cat right here gonna make me some money. He's he he gonna make one back. He's a go getter. You know what I'm saying? The, the one he gave two, he said, man, I can't I can't give him the five because the five is too much for him. Mm. 
but he 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 can handle more than the one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So he went out and doubled that because if if God was really just gonna be intricate with us on that, he could have went deep and been like, okay, uh, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna write this down. This is why I gave the five. This is why I gave the two. This is why I gave the one. Mm -hmm. It's things that the master saw in them. Yeah. That caused him to give them what they had. And it's right there, you know, in the word, you know, according to his ability. Yep. Which, man, yes. you know, that, that at the surface, that looks like just like an and, but that's deep, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Bible is deep. <laughs> For real, <laughs> man. You know, and, that, that, and that's dope, man. Like I said, that's, a, that's if, you, if you haven't ever read it, it's in Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. You know what I mean? That's, hey, get in there. I started to read the whole thing, but, you know, I'm in the interest of time, you know, I'm just kind of paraphrasing. But, man, it's a, it's a very dope. There's lots of good scriptures on I mean, lots of good sermons and, you know, stuff on it. So, um, you know, just to touch on one more thing about uh, stewardship is it's actually a privilege, you know what I'm saying? Like, we basically are getting to partner with God on carrying out his will, you know what I'm saying? He could... God don't need yeah. us, you know what I'm saying? He don't need yeah. us. Like, you know, uh, so like, you know, he allows us in our human, you know, weakness and frailties to be able to do great things for, you know, his will, for his purpose, for his kingdom, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. being able to partner with God, man, we ought to look at that as super privilege, you know what I'm saying? We're just vessels, like, you know, right. at the end of the day, so that should help to keep us humble, you know what I'm saying? And, and give us the right viewpoint on, you know, stewardship and the stuff that we're entrusted with, too. And, you know, like even you know even with the gospel man you know what i'm saying like we can be stewards of that because you know god's given us such a great you know what i'm saying gift in salvation and in, in restoring that relationship you know what i'm saying that like who, you know how dare we be greedy you know what i'm saying with the gospel and get the salvation and not go and preach it to others and not tell other people that's that's one of the driving things behind Set Free Radio, man, we want to just, you know, get that gospel out there too, y'all, because yeah. we've been giving such right. a great gift, man. We want, we want everybody to have it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, like that, like that little it's Facebook. It's not exclusive to exactly like that Facebook meme say, you know, it's not that Christians want to shove God down your throat. It's just like, man, if you only knew, you know what I'm saying? If you only knew how good that grace is, you know, God, that relationship with God, you know. You know, knowing Jesus Christ, man, it's, it's just—it's amazing, man, and that's something that you know we want to be good, good stewards of that, and share it, and and, and you know, change lives with it. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, that's that's a that's a real thing right there, man. And you know, and as believers, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, you know, our bodies and our lives don't belong to us anymore. You know what I'm saying? That's true. You know, in, in a general way, you know, they don't in, in the first place. You know, even if you're not a believer, but. As a believer, that's something that we need to understand off top, you know what I'm saying? First Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 says, you know, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? You know what I'm saying? It's not your body no more. It's a temple full of the Holy Spirit, you know, and you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body, you know, and that should help us lead us to be, a, you know, better stewards of our bodies too when we really look at it that way, you know, because, you know, a lot of people are kind of secularizing, you know, your body's a temple, you know what I'm saying? It's a temple of what? You know what I'm saying? Yep. It was the temple of the living God of Jesus Christ, you know, the true God of the universe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that carries a weight. But if you just think it's a temple, oh, it's just it's just a building that I want to take care of and make it look nice. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Those type of people they open themselves a temple. <laughs> if you want to use the word temple, you say I worship something in this temple. Mm. So to say my you know, my body's a temple and not what not know 
who it is that resides in that temple because mm -hmm. our, our bodies are temples for the living God to come and rest in us. Mm -hmm. So if God ain't in there and your body's a temple, there's something in there, you know, mm -hmm. take yourself on that, that self-help health and wellness. <laughs> might be a demon, might be I'm some, telling might be some you, bad man. spirits, man. Shoot. But yeah, that's real, man. So, you know, that's something to think about, man. And, you know, we're bought with a price. You know, mm -hmm. Jesus paid the price of, you know, of dying on the cross, of taking mm -hmm. all our sins up. You know what I'm saying? That's the price, you know. So, you know, when you when you purchase something, like I said, we think we own something. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. that is a true and real purchase. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we are owned by Christ. You know what I'm saying? As a believer of Christ, as a born-again believer, we are owned. You know, by God, we're owned by Jesus. You know, he paid for us. He paid the cost to be the boss. That's right. At the end of the he day. Did. So, man, I think that's a good stopping point. We, we got a couple more songs we're going to play. We'll come back maybe touch on a few other things and try to wrap it up so we ain't on here too long. But, man, we probably talk all day, man, because we, you know, <laughs> we're just feeling it today. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway, we're going to hit y'all with a couple songs. We'll come on back right quick. So, y'all don't go nowhere. Stay with us. I mean, I forgot what song All right, let's go. See, man, he came. Oh, what? Did he smile that? Nah, man, I told him you went to the airport and he left. Good, good, good. That's good thing. Good. You was quick, quick. You was good on your feet that time, man. Well, listen, go back out there and leave that side door open. Make sure, in case I got to do something real quick, I'm gone. You did good. Go on. Hey, you going to have a family? Me saying you moving too fast, probably why I'm 
feeling stuck Even though I bust my uh Are my priorities in line? Am I losing my mind? Are my motives tainted? Am I only trying to shine? If so, then why? Does money really have a grip on me? Discontent because of once Even though I have my knees I was motivated by cheese I was motivated by green bass Excuse me, sir, I need that green I was motivated by cheese. I was motivated by green best. Excuse me, sir, I need that green, green, green. I was motivated by cheese. I was motivated by green best. Excuse me, sir, I need that green, green, green. I was motivated by cheese. I was motivated by green best. Excuse me, sir, I need that green, green, green. The Scent Free Radio Show. Set Free Radio. I do this with a purpose. It ain't about the money. You're about the fame. Media. You post so many lies, you believe in them And that Facebook fame ain't feeding you Eyes 
the lights and y'all lead it up, but uh, I'm bouncing back with no lag, get lower than a six four lag with four flags. I bask in the gift, the Lord bestowed that with a couple of blessings. Yes, he pulled that. I sip on that, never sipping on the bar. I spit a couple bars and be lifting up the bar. I do this to lift up the Lord like a bitch press pushing this up for God. I push up for God my way in my own lane, but it drive y'all crazy. I'm a hurricane, why should I ride your way? I made my own, I never been a trend chaser. In the pen page, the whip in the paper, story of my life on the preacher man's face. They keep a man face, but they really don't face me. Pulling up, no saying, giving crazy praises. Let's get it. Free radio show. I can't believe this is Christian rap. All right, y'all, we back, we back. Uh, gonna try to wrap this thing up real quick, expediently, like uh, like Ti would say, expeditiously. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Joe Clark. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, we just kind of I, I wanted to touch upon a few, you know, specific issues, you know, as far as like. Stewardship, and you know, one thing that was you know on my heart was, uh, and we kind of touched on it was our bodies. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, God really, you know, showed me that point. Like, you know, when I first got saved, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because I always say like He gave me a physical transformation to match the, you know, the, the mental and you know, inner transformation that He gave me. Because you know, before I got saved, I was I was a big dude. You know, like my son was born, I was 300 pounds back in two, two, 2011. You know what I'm saying? I, I look at pictures, man. I'm like. But, you know, that's just to show God's glory that, you know, when I got saved, it's like God put it on my heart, like, you know, you know the wisdom, the ideas, and, you know, the, the, the motivation, you know what I'm saying, the, the discipline to, to accomplish that, man, you know what I'm saying, through working out, through changing my diet and stuff like that, you know, uh, to, to make my body ultimately, you know, better, you know what I'm saying, to be a better steward of it because, you know, it's, it's like the saying say, you know, if you take care of your body, it'll take care of you. Yeah. And, you know, being a good steward of your body, you know what I'm saying, if you're not a good steward, you know, even as a believer, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, you know, because it's like, oh, we have, you know, freedom to enjoy, you know, food and this and that, but at the end of the day, you know, too much food is good, and that's the same we don't talk about it, like, you know what I'm saying, yeah. which I can't point the finger, you know what I'm saying, that's one thing I struggle with. Like, you know, even though, like I said, I feel like God delivered me from these big sins, like, that's still something I be, I'm trying to get, you know, under control, you know what I'm saying, to only eat what fuels my body and to eat natural food, you know what I'm saying, so I can be a good steward of my body, and, you know, um, like I say, in the day, you know, if you're not being a good steward of your body, if you just, you know, throw it all away and eat what you want, eat what you feel like, don't work out, you know, don't do all these things, you know what I'm saying, you're not being a good steward of your body, and at the end of the day, you know, you're not able to do God's work that he's called you to do, you know what I'm saying, because you can't go out and help people and serve people and preach the gospel if you're 
you know, bedridden, if you got, you know, all these diseases. And even if you look at, you know, uh, the coronavirus, man, like, I think that's one thing I hope people get from it is that, you know, um, yeah, you know, it's people that get it and it doesn't really affect them. It's people that get it and it's just like a cold. It's yeah. people that get it, you know, might feel under the weather. But man, like, it, it looks like to me, the people that have, you know, pre-existing conditions, like, you know, overweight, you know, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, all these different things, you know, the people that have that pre-existing, you know, their body's not in the best shape and they get that coronavirus is the ones that's most likely to die, most likely to, you know, to have these bad bad effects from it. So, you know, that that's just another reason for me to say, you know, that we do have to, you know, steward our bodies well. We have to, you know, fight the urge to want to eat, you know, that extra cupcake or whatever, you know, <laughs> talking to myself, preaching to myself, but we have to fight that urge, you know, and, and, and you know, have discipline, you know, that's a fruit of the spirit. You know, have that discipline to, you know, to, to deny ourselves, you know, something that's not good, to, to eat healthy, you know, to make those sacrifices so that, you know, we can enjoy, you know, if the Lord tarries, you know, Lord willing, along like to be able to, you know, get our most impact out of it, to most do our most work for God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, you know, that's how I feel like on the stewardship of the body right there. And I just totally agree, like, it's not, let me, let, let's step back a little bit. Here in this recent day, especially with uh, with technology being like it is, social media platforms, you know, you at any given point, you can record a video and send it and the world can see your face. Everybody can be a star, <laughs> regardless of, you know, the level of uh, popularity you are, you, everybody can be a star. But in this generation, there has been a big boost in, uh, diet and health and all that stuff, you know, uh, gyms have become a whole lot more, uh, just, it's just popular to be healthy and, uh, to be fit and be in shape. Um, so in, in my mind, it's like, yeah, I want to be a good steward over my body. And I'm, I, I'm like, Jay, he, he a little bit more in shape than I am, but look, and when I look at, when I can sit there and know, like, man, yeah, and I, it's, it's prayer. It takes, you know, that's when you asking God, because I'm not the, I'm really not the owner of my body. God is. Mm -hmm. So, God, sometimes I do need that strength. Sometimes you do feel like, you know, you got to break, you know, in barriers. And it takes drive. It takes desire. But one thing I learned, I always pray, yeah, ask God for desire. But at the same time, we cannot allow, uh, our bodies, our health and wellness. And I'm saying this for a reason. We can't allow that to become our God because like I said, you know, you can get to a point where um, you're so healthy that you, you, it's the same thing like I'm trying to get the money so I'm never home. I'm always, you know, at the gym. I can't even enjoy a meal with people. Um, I know something that it may have been prevalent back in the day, but I know in the 90s it got real big, and that's uh, being anorexic and bulimic, where, you know, hearing those stories about the young the young ladies that would, I say it could have been men too, but I yeah. just know, you know, it was mainly, yeah. it was mainly. more popular among young, yeah. young women, but they eat and they, uh, you know, throw it up, or they, they barely eating because somebody has damaged their self-image yes. uh something has damaged their self-image and said this is what it is to be pretty yeah. uh, we all can say that if you look back at certain times it was only certain women and certain yeah. men that made 
that were in movies. Now, this is not even a race issue. This is yeah. more, you know, how pretty, how your yeah. shape mm-hmm. that they made move. So with that, that stigma being out there, mm-hmm. it caused young women to think this is the only way I can be popular if I look like a stick. You know, I don't exactly. know, you know. Yeah. But um, I'm just saying that like now I was telling my wife about it. It's been a little while back, but I was telling her, you notice there is the big uh jumping diet pills and mm-hmm. uh health programs. There's a gym on every corner. Gym is almost like church, like okay, that that right there saying so yeah. you got a gym everywhere. It's easy to get in the gym, it's all different mm-hmm. types of workout plans. Yeah. Do this, do that. Uh you know, you can create something. They got the little things you stick on your chest and it send them electric shots and it's supposed and to have you up twerking. without having <laughs> without having to work out. Yeah. You supposed to be out. I want yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? It just speaks to us, you know, trying to like as humans trying to take yeah. that shortcut, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, trying we get the results oh, without man. putting that work I mean, but you know, if you look at it too, like any yeah. anything that, that that you know that you use a shortcut to, you know, I think I touched on it last time too. Like if you don't put in that hard work and that discipline to yeah. it, it doesn't mean as much. So it normally doesn't yeah. last because there's a lot right. of people that go, you know, get the get the tummy tuck or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They might lose a little weight, and then next thing you know, they're back to eating however they want to because you know it doesn't resonate with them. You know, like. Cause me, my big thing is like even in my spiritual walk, but especially you know in my health too, is that I'm not going back. I'm not going back to being 300 pounds, 275, you know, being overweight, sweating when I walk upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going back yeah. to that. So that's another driving force that you know does me to that. And I like you said, I almost fell for the okie doke too, cause I got in the gym and I was trying to get swole. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be cut and swole, so I was in the gym five days a week, and you know I had to look at it like, man, that's I'm letting that become yeah. an idol. You know, I'm doing it more for. The outside image rather than just being healthy and being cooked, yeah, know, being, being toned up and taking care of myself. Yeah. Like, so I had to kind of check myself on You know, God had to check me on that too. So, you know, it's it's easy, man. We have to, you know, constantly. This is another scripture I like to refer to a lot is, you know, guard your heart, you know what I'm saying, with all diligence because that's where the issues of life, you know, yeah. spring forth. And you know, deceitful, yes, deceitful things. And just touching on, you know, real quick before we get off here is, is touching back on money, you know what I'm saying? That's another thing we got to guard our hearts on too. But, um, and you know, like I said, where your where your money is is you know basically where your heart is. You know what I mean? And it's a big thing. You know, when people think about you know money in the church, they think about tithing. And there's a lot. You know, there's you know if you look at it like you know people don't tithe like they used to. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and there's people also too that, that that say that basically tithing is an uh, an Old Testament thing, and that it's you know that it was for agricultural things because that's what it talked about. But if you look at it back then, they didn't. They had, you know, money and things like that. You know, that's true. But, you know, those agricultural things were, you know, the m- more, you know, important thing. And that's what, you know, people needed basically back then. You know what I'm saying? So, and, you know, I look at it at the end of the day, like, you know, even in um, Abraham, you know, he met a priest, Melchizedek, on the road yeah. after he had went through and, you know, had a um, basically a battle with some people. And he had all these spoils, you know, all these plunders or whatever. You know, he gave ten percent of what he had to that priest back then. Yeah, that's superseding all those laws that Moses had. You know, what I'm saying in the Old Testament about tithing. You know, the regulations and all this. You know, that was given to Israel back then. So, I, you know, I don't look at it like legalism. You know, what I'm saying as far as tithing and stuff like that. It's, it's it's a hard thing and it's a principle. You know, if you're if you're faithful to God, because I look at it, you know, two different ways. You know, a lot of people that have such an issue with tithing and giving to church. At the end of the day, whatever excuse they have, it's a hard thing. 
is because to, to them, their money is, you know, more important than God, you know what I'm saying? But I've seen, you know, just being being faithful to tithing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's hard. It's not easy, you know. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know, and, and 10% should be just a guideline, really, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, honestly, we, we should give ahead, you know, above and beyond that because, you know, it's not our money. It's what God is blessed with to be able to do things to benefit the kingdom of God, to benefit other people, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, if you think about it, like, you know, the church needs funds, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they not, you know, they can't, you know, run off of thin, you know, out of air, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, they have to keep the lights on. They have to help people. And, you know, some people might have an issue with, well, I don't know what they're doing with that money. Well, if you're in a place like that, you know, you might have to say, man, maybe this is not the church for me if I don't trust them. You know what I'm saying? With the Because I like it. Speaking about my church, I, I see where my tie goes to. I yeah. see them buying stuff, you know, to give to the children, you know, to help the community, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, you know, and I contribute to charities outside of my church too, you know, ministries that I believe in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, to, 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 to be able to help people, man, because, like, you know, if you don't believe in tithing, you know, say for instance, you don't go to church or you don't believe in tithing or whatever, you know, what's to say, why don't you take 10% of your income as a, you know, just like a guideline and use that to, to you know, to help people, you know what I'm saying? Like, just yeah. take it by stuff and help people help or somebody. donate to other things that you feel like are beneficial, you know what I'm saying? So I think at the end of the day, it comes back to a heart issue, you know, if, if you're not stewarding your money, where you basically, you know, have made it idle, you know what I'm saying? You don't trust God. That's what it's about. You're not trusting God with your finances, you know what I'm saying? Your money is more important than, you know, what God's called you to do. And you feel like it it's your money. You own it, you know what I'm saying? That, uh, that's good. Like, and just real quick, just running back to Tyler when you said that, mm -hmm. man, it just makes me think. Like, even in those times where you like, man, I just I just don't have to pay this time. You yeah. know, I, I can really use that, you know, for some pays around the house. What what uh, what God has shared with me in those times, because it, it was a time where I didn't, I wasn't paying my tithes. I wouldn't, mm -hmm. it, you know, I didn't trust it's not so much I didn't trust the church I was in. I feel like God was moving. It was more, it was a hard issue. It was my yeah, own. I had something for him. That's true. But um, the way I look at it now, no matter what, it's just, it's simple. It's like, this. It's a hum, it humbles me. Yeah. It keeps you from, it keeps money from clouding your mind. Because exactly. what, what, what does it mean if I don't pay my tithes, but I still stop at the store and buy my little snack case and my doctor couple? Or mm -hmm. uh, we go out big balling every weekend, eating out yeah. all the time. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? If you take that back and, and how much money you spent on that. My wife, we used to talk about this all the time. You take back how much money you spent on eating out mm -hmm. during the week. Yep. And at times, that's way more than what you would have spent in giving, giving your tithes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's but it, for me, it's just it just humbles me. And like you're saying, you, you get them tithes. Whether you give it to the church or whether you go give it to the men's shelter, mm -hmm. uh, give it to whatever source, something that's reliable. Go yeah. if you don't trust the men's shelter, well, go find somebody. You I can, you can drive down the road right now and see somebody walking down walking that walking down Highway 80 where we stay that needs something. Mm -hmm. Go get in on that you know whatever that ten percent yeah you know to help them out and let them and you know send it off for the blessing. But it's humbling. It's saying that. Money don't control me. Because yep. the day that you can't give to somebody in need, that money controls you. Yes. Like, it's got to be me or it's got to be in my bank, but yeah. I can't give to somebody who's struggling. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? And real struggle, not fake struggle. However you want to take that, take it. But real struggle. It's people out here who really they trying to get it. They trying to find a job. They they want this right now. Go give it to the VA, a protected veteran. Yeah. Go give it to a veteran exactly, that man. you know. If if that's the case, but all it's saying is that man, my money does not control me. And the principle of the Bible, and I'm gonna end it on this, is you reap what you sow. Man. And let me tell you, I've never Reaps seen right I've man. never seen a point where you you plant one seed. And that seed only came up, and, and the plant that came out only had one seed. Mm -hmm. All you uh, photo uh, the plant people may know. <laughs> Y'all may know of a plant that does that. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what, you go plant one seed on an apple tree. Yeah. You plant that one seed, that seed sprouts. Yep. You ain't going to get one apple off this tree. You're going to get more. So you reap what you sow. Yep. And you know what that? I mean, you are going to get more. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that just further illustrates that kingdom principle of multiplication. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, and like you were touching on, you, you know, if you reap sparingly, I mean, no, if you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. You know yep. what I'm saying? So if you're generous. Right. And then, you know, I wanted to add a disclaimer, too, because, yes, you know, people do abuse tithes. You know what I'm saying? There is a whole, you know, man, whole, whole networks and whole, you know, infomercials or whatever you want to call oh, them, yeah, of yeah. people that, you know, that, buy the holy water. Yeah, man. buy this, you know, the Lord's going to bless you, man. I look at that like, you know, really, you basically, it's not that you're sowing it to God. You know, a lot of times when you're doing that, it's basically like playing the lottery. It's spiritual lottery because, yeah. you know, they, they, they preach that, oh, if you give me this seed, you know, the Lord's going to bless you. Yeah. We should not be looking at it uh, of planting that seed just to be blessed. You know what I'm saying? We shouldn't be like trying to sow a thousand dollars into somebody's ministry because we believe God's going to give us five thousand dollars. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like That's, trying to prostitute God. Boy, boy, he got a lot to say about that in the Old Testament. Just letting you know, read, read through Jeremiah, Isaiah, all the prophets. You know what I'm saying? Because, but anyway, man, we hope you know this episode. You know, kind of touched on stewardship. Maybe open your eyes on some different things. You know, um, hope you got a lot out of it. Hopefully. You know, I'm able to post it on there and go, go live later on tonight, or if not, I just upload it. Uh, but, you know, we hope y'all getting a lot out of it. You know, like it, share it, man. I've had a lot of people encourage me here lately about, you know, them enjoying it and stuff. So, you know, that means a lot, man. Y'all just, you know, rock with us. You know, it's a, it's a labor of love, man. We, you know, we're not doing this to make no money or, you know, get no fame, man. It's all, you know, helping people and, and pointing, you know, pointing people to Jesus, man. Like being good stewards of the gospel that we've been entrusted with, you know, Paul talks That's right. That's so, right. you know, uh, Got anything else? Good, good. good. <laughs> so we're going to hit y'all with one last song, man, and we're we going to be out. You know, like I said, y'all, appreciate y'all. We love y'all. As always, That's grace great. and peace. You know what I mean? Uh, get with us, man. If you got any questions, shoot, send us a message. You know, hit us on Facebook. You know, y'all got some good music. Want to hit us with, you know, get with me. Get yep. with Jermaine Bernardo. So, and then, uh, Set Free Radio, Episode 10, Stewardship, signing out, man. God bless y'all. Set Free Radio. Uh, I got too much to say, but I haven't said enough. I call the music business bluff, I ain't famous enough. Huh. Who cares if they think I'm saved enough? Grace is sufficient, my blood donor gave enough. And they be tripping when they see a Christian Like we over-religious and trying to bring conviction They be waking up without a hope of sight I turn to Christ on my darkest night I ain't homophobic or anti-Semitic 
So give me low credit for you, give me edits. People see my faith in the cross as a loss, but I can't see me dying being superstitious. Yeah, and I ain't the picture of perfection. I lost my direction, I was smoking and drinking. But I ain't forgot the resurrection. Only source of hope for a man in my position. I've been up all night, no running from it, trying to make it right. Cause I've been up too high, I'm trying to make it all right, all right now. I just need some time, no running from it, trying to make it right. Nothing left too high, nothing left too high. Uh, imagine you don't got nowhere to place faith. You just living life, taking up space. I can't see me living for nothing at all. If ain't no God, what's the point of each day? What's the purpose of us waking up? We just some cells on a cell phone. Just a bunch of atoms hanging in the attic. Just some molecules in the mail room. Nah, I know I got purpose. I know I got passion. He purchased the package. I'm on a home team. Never good enough to get the love of Christ. But he good enough to get the love of me. I tried running from him, but his love tracked me down like a hound. Ain't no other way around it. You either choose love or you choose death. I chose to let the love of God drown me. I've been up all night, no running from it, trying to make it right. Cause I've been up too high, I'm trying to make it all right, all right now. I just need some time, no running from it, trying to make it right. Nothing left too high, nothing left too high. Yeah. Uh, now maybe this the end of a long run. Can't believe they let us make it this far. If you ask me how I did it, I'd be lying to you if I gave you any other answer but God. And I ain't deserve a day. Matter of fact, I miss a lot of plays. Matter of fact, I dropped the ball way too many times and they still wondering how we won the game. Affairs, drugs, divorce, addiction. Those are things you mention and you come a missing. But tell me what's the mission if it ain't forgiveness? Only two responses to sin, forgiving repentance. But we love to beat each other up. Instead of praying and working to heal each other, huh? And I ain't finger pointing at nobody, but if the shoe fits, go ahead, wear it, bruh. I've been up all night, no running from it, trying to make it right, cause I've been up too high, I'm trying to make it all right, all right now, I just need some time, no running from it, trying to make it right, nothing left too high, nothing left too high. The Sand Free Radio Show. Truth Music for East Texas. Texas.